It's not just the case since COVID. For a long time, when you go outside, you see people, you're out at the store, people for a long time have looked weary. Right? People look weary. Do you ever feel weary? People sometimes feel like, oh man, I'm, like, I'm just phoning it in at work or with my family. I'm not really present there. God hasn't created us for weariness. He hasn't created us mainly for whatever our job is. What has God created us for? God made us for holiness. And then people hear that and they say, oh, I don't know, not me, Father. I'm happy to come on Sundays, but I wasn't made for holiness. Yes, you were made for holiness. With this good saying in the church, every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. We all have a past and we all have a future. But what is holiness? Jesus is clear about this. One, the Lord our God is Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your strength, and all your understanding. And two, love your neighbor as yourself. Love God and love our neighbor. But we have a problem in the church. We have really great stuff, and we do not know how to tell other people about it. Companies are really good at this. They tell you what to desire and how to get it. Yesterday, I got uh, an ad online for a gym, and at the end of the ad, it said, it's not fitness, it's life. <laughs> no, it's fitness. <laughs> right, and fitness is important, but fitness isn't life, and this gym isn't life, because if the gym is life, then you can say, sorry, wife and kids, I'm leaving you forever, because I have to go to Equinox. Right? But you can't do that. That's wrongly ordered goods. It's not life. It's a thing that's helpful. It's nice, but it's not your life. Your family is your life. God is your life. The gym is not. The gym is great, but it's not life. We have something better than all of these companies have to offer, but we're not telling people how to get it. So here's a, a story somebody reminded me of this week. Heroic story. What does it look like when a person loves God so much that a person is also willing to love his neighbor? Has anybody seen this movie Hacksaw Ridge? Yeah, a couple of people have seen it. I haven't seen the whole thing. I started watching it this week because a number of people had recommended it to me. It's kind of kind of brutal. So Hacksaw Ridge is a movie from 2016 by Mel Gibson, and it's a true story. It's about a man named Desmond Doss who enlisted in the army uh, in World War II. He was from Virginia, and he was a very faithful Christian man. He was a Protestant, um, and he was also a pacifist. Uh, he wasn't willing to touch a gun or to use it in battle. And so he was pretty skilled medically, so he became a medic, and he was hoping that he would be assigned to a medical unit and could work there uh, peacefully during the war. And instead, he was assigned to a rifle unit and wanted to go as a medic. And so what you see, what really happened, and what you see in the movie, uh, is that the men in his unit hate him because they think he's dead weight. They think when we, when we go into battle, this guy's just gonna be a liability because he's not gonna carry a weapon. 
you see in the movie, and this really happened, like they, they drag him out of bed and they beat him because they want him to leave. They court-martialed him because they wanted him to leave. And he doesn't leave. And then, this also is true, in one of the worst moments of the Battle of Okinawa, the bloodiest battle in World War II, when everybody else was commanded to retreat, and nobody else would go out onto the field, which was horrendous, Desmond Doss, over and over again, went out into this field and took wounded soldiers and carried them back under heavy gunfire uh, and would tie them up and sling them over this ridge that the Allied forces were hiding behind on the other side. And his prayer, he prayed while he was doing this. He just went out over and over again and he kept saying, Lord, let me get one more. And he never touched a weapon. And you see uh, in the movie, he, he brings this last person over and then he ties himself and jumps over. He's being fired at. Uh, and he's been doing something extraordinary, so his body is kind of in shock. And uh, when he lands and gets to the bottom, all of these men who've been around him and hated him and hurt him uh, are kind of in awe, and they want to make sure that he's okay, and, and they become sort of gentle with him. And, and I think this is what our spiritual life is like. Day to day, our spiritual life is a battle sometimes. And our goal has to be, our mission, is to bring back as many people as possible with us. And then when we get to the other side, in the kingdom of heaven, where there are people waiting for us, maybe there are going to be some people who hurt us there. And we're going to be surprised to see them. Maybe some of them are going to be surprised to see us there. <laughs> and how does this start? Right? Maybe Mel Gibson's not going to make a movie about you. But how do we live a heroic life where loving God leads us to love our neighbor? It starts when we come to Mass. This is why we need the Mass so badly. And sometimes we're distracted during Mass. We don't exactly understand what's going on. Um, when the priest puts the bread on the altar, the rubber hits the road. That's not just me putting the bread on the altar. You're offering your whole life with that. And when the priest puts the chalice on the altar, one way of thinking about this is that I'm putting not just this wine, but the suffering of everybody here, and the suffering of people who aren't here. Right? All of that. We're giving all of that to God and putting it on the altar. So that when we pray for these gifts of bread and wine to be transformed into the body and blood of Christ, we're not asking just for that which is the most amazing thing in the universe, we're also asking for everything about our lives to be transformed, to be divinized, to be made like Christ, so that he can become visible now. Do you want to do that? I want that. And this, is, this way of offering, that prayer, is how we become people who offer as priests of the New Testament. And it's also how we become saints.